Yo, 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 what's up? Hi. What it do? What's good? What's popping in your hizzy? You talking to Netty Marnetto, the host with the most. <laughs> and it's Frisbee Moonsong here. I just clicked my back really And good. today we are here to talk a bunch of shit about ourselves. This, this episode might not have a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh! discussion in it. I'm sure we'll touch on it here and there, but we won't be going in-depth as we normally do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to be updating you on any new developments that's happening in the TCG at this time. Yes. Uh, because we want to take this time to get to know each other, which is strange to say because we're friends and we already know each other pretty well. Yes. Uh, but we want to give you guys the opportunity to get to know us as well. Yes. So I've got some questions here that we're going to go through. Oh. And you guys are going to get to know us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Also, of course, if you have anything that you guys want to know about us, whether it's uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! related or slightly more personal, mm-hmm. you know what to do. Hit us up at ShadowcastZA on Twitter. Yeah. Let us know what's on your mind. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, yeah, my number is 0720. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you already know a lot about like Jesse Cotton because we had him. Yes. Know? Yes. So, now it's like you get to uh, you get to know about the people you're actually a fan. Of. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> All I'm trying to say is if you if you if you like shiny cardboard and uh, and you're a lady, <laughs> you know what to do. Hit me up. You know how to reach me. Um, um, but no, let's, let's get down. I'm not. I'm not marketing. Let's myself. get down to what we're what we're actually here for. I've right? already I've already gotten so much flack for marketing myself. <laughs> yo, yo, that's. That's interesting. That's for behind the break. Okay. <laughs> so, first question here is, if you had a whole day where you could do anything you wanted, what would you do? Oh, my God. Yo, that, that, is, a, that is a strong question. Mm. So, I think, I think one of the things would be to have a nice, fun little Yu-Gi-Oh! tournament. I'm not going to lie. Like, I know mm. we're straying away from Yu-Gi-Oh! tournaments, but I really love the game. I have a passion for it. Um, I think also having, just enjoying, um, maybe a nice little get together with some friends, mm. you know, having a nice little bright in the evening, everyone brings something and we just chill and enjoy like a good evening together. Like that's, that's really um, like beautiful for me. Mm. Um, those are like the moments that I love and don't forget. And I think also even just like gaming online with friends, mm. I think taking some time out of the day to do that is like a lot of fun. Just playing the games that we all love and enjoy. And mm. then even like time to myself where I get to um, enjoy my own time with my own things that I love, like the games that I love, you know, like my personal favorite is Final Fantasy and I love that. And I love streaming as well. Mm-hmm. So being able to do that, and share that with other people. Um, I've actually any, bought... Any, any specific Final Fantasy? Ten. There's like, ten. There's like a million of those. Number 10 stage. has always been my favorite. Mm. Number 10 has always... It was... I think it was because it was the first one I played. Mm. But also because like... It just... I have a really soft spot for turn-based games. And I don't know why. I grew up on them. And that was like... Like I love all kinds of games. But turn-based just touched the soul. You know? Mm. Um and I remember like growing up on Lord of the Rings, the third age and that, which mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. Um, I do have reservations about one thing in, in Final Fantasy X, which is they didn't have a water Aeon and that still makes me mad. So one, no, day, when, the hero there. <laughs> so one day when I'm really famous, I'm going to get Square Enix to update uh, Final Fantasy X and put a water Aeon in it. Uh, <laughs> um, I'll, I'll even make myself be the faith for it. Uh, so... Um, but I think also what I've enjoyed doing is like, I know I'm saying a lot of things, but these have become things that have become my peace. Mm. Um, is watching streamers I enjoy. Mm. Like I, I realized as I've grown up, I love, I love people more than I, I used to, Mm. or at least more than I think. Yeah. And, um, even though I'm very much an introverted person, I love like communities and I love people and just like seeing what other people are passionate about as well, you know, and building them up. And I think that's like, that's where it comes to like me watching other people's streams. Mm. Like uh, I've been watching this girl earth to She is amazing. She's super awesome. Um, I've been watching another, a couple of other channels like uh, at Mikey loves um, at Knox Campbell. You know, these are a couple of streamers that I've just been 
really really cool and and also like at skate dog man like they're really awesome people and not only are they um are they people that like you can enjoy a game with um they're also people that really care about their community and it's kind of like making friends all over the world you know yeah and that's that's something i would love to fill in into one of my days Mm -hmm. you know and yeah i think i think that just like those activities would be a good day for me i get you um there's probably a few other things that I'm like if someone had to ask me what would what would your week look like I think that would be very different you know yeah but I like think what would your day look like a day it would yeah. be like you know a lot of that a just lot something of that. like that understandable I I get that I'm I'm very much the same my start point was also very similar I was like it would be really cool to do something with friends or mm. have a friend do something with a friend you know what I mean. Mm. <clears throat> Um. Yeah, you know, just hang out, yeah. shoot the shit for a little bit. Yeah, maybe, you know, yeah, games, all that nice shit. I think maybe yeah, definitely get laid. That's on there. <laughs> That's definitely on there. I would, but I'm single, so let me. <laughs> I don't. I didn't fit that in because I don't have a significant other at the moment. So, but even uh, so, we're taking auditions for like, significant like, yeah, other. Like there's, for <laughs> there's, like, there's no strangers who who aren't willing. To throw out some uh, pussy for you. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> right. Just now we start getting people messaging us on Twitter, but like, hey, hey, we heard. <laughs> I would, I would probably have that combination of things. It would, it would be like in one day have enough time to like visit a friend, mm. uh, maybe do one of my own solo things, and yeah, dog, just get laid. <laughs> just just reel a leng john uh i said that wrong <laughs> i said that wrong and i'm getting looks um <laughs> we're gonna move on to the next question here uh what are you most proud of about yourself oh i actually hate answering this question because i i have been asked it like before because mm-hmm. in uh when i've been studying acting um when i was studying acting and still doing acting now that's one of the things that you get asked is to try find where your confidence is and where yeah. and that it's okay to say that and i think growing up um i was around a lot of places where <laughs> when when you t- when i was confident i was shut down about it so being prideful was never something i was accustomed to Mm. And as soon as you were prideful, it was seen as something negative. Yeah. Um, and it's, I think, as in terms of like something I'm proud of, I think it's, uh, it's it's very hard for me to answer because <laughs> I don't like I don't like talking about that kind of stuff. But I think, um, in terms of what I appreciate about what I've done, is that the the kind of like the way I've tried to build up uh, something for myself in terms of where I've come from and what I'm doing, mm. you know, and how far I've come from with the lack of opportunities I've had uh, growing up, uh, that's one thing I'm very proud of. Um, especially in my hometown, no one ever, like, has that thing of, like, oh, you're going to be a creative artist and an actor or, you, mm. you know, you're going to do gaming for, like, money. You know, no yeah. one ever says that, and I've had the the opportunity. Or at to, least before, like, yeah, twenty something. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've had the opportunity to do like even when I was growing up, I was like, I used to see rage on TV, and I used to be like, uh, I would love to go to my first rage, but I'll never go. Mm. You know, that yeah. was literally like that's how b- deep it was. Like, I will never be able to go to that. And then I eventually went to my first one, and it was shit because all there was was Fortnite. But, <laughs> but <laughs> it was, it was, it was that kind of a thing. Like, I think it's just like the progression that I've made to be where I am now and doing what I love. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm so very proud of, and I can unapolo- unapologetically say like I don't give a fuck about um, doing whatever everyone else uh, 
once i've always followed my own rhythm whether even if it's something that's like hard to achieve like even if it's like if you're in the artistic industry or you're in the music industry or the acting industry or performance industry or even the gaming industry in terms of south africa i've made it work where i can and that's what i'm very proud of is that like i've never taken someone saying wouldn't you rather do this because that's not an option i mm. never make it not an option I see. it's always an option for me and that's like that's one thing I've been proud of is even during the COVID times, mm -hmm. like everyone, I, I lost my do job due to COVID at the time I was doing like, I was working sales at, at a store yeah. at the time. And it was the only way I was making money while I was busy doing uh, uh, auditions and stuff like that. But then as soon as it ended, it created the new opportunity to start my YouTube channel. It created the new opportunity. I played professional Dota for some time. Mm. Um, I managed to actually do uh, actual casting for Dota. So I did uh, casting for Dota tournaments um, for some time. So these are like things that I was like, uh, you know, in times of a COVID situation hitting, for me, it wasn't like, oh, um, you're, <laughs> you're not going to make it. For me, it was like more opportunity. And I feel proud of what I was able to achieve through like all the obstacles mm. in terms of the stuff that I love that people say you can't make it in. Okay. Yeah. For me, once again, very similar answer. Mm. I am very much proud of of what I'm capable of, like my ability to to like grit my teeth and survive. Yeah. You know, um, I didn't really have it easy growing up. Mm -hmm. I I I did grow up in uh, quite an abusive household in mm -hmm. more ways than one, and. I, I attribute surviving that, uh, I, I attribute a lot of my surviving of that just to my mental state and my my ability to just, you know, <laughs> just push through something. Mm. Um, I've, I've also been one who's not too afraid to, like, try something, do something new. Yeah, I, I'm always very much a person who's like, let's try throw this at the wall and see if it sticks and then, like, throw it, like, 300 times and then, like, on the... 300 and first time it finally sticks you know mm -hmm. and I'm like ah oh, you see yeah we did it but um, I've also just like especially like right now at the juncture that I am in my life uh, because I'm somebody who likes to throw things at walls yeah I've I've experienced a lot of failure in my life and I mean to say that it doesn't get to me wouldn't be 100% true you know mm -hmm. what I mean like it sucks losing sucks yeah failing sucks but but that, if you don't that I'm capable of pushing yeah. through and always like getting back up for the fight is something I'm very proud of of myself. Mm. And I've always, I've always had a very strong understanding of who I am, and I've always been myself, whether it rubs feathers wrong or not. You know, mm. like I remember I used to be a kid at school dancing on tables for fun, <laughs> just to, you know, what I mean, like just to. Like, not even just to piss people off, just because, like, I'm like, hey, I, I I feel good. Let's feel good. You know what I mean? Let's get up on this table and dance. And I just do it. Um, I was the kid that I was the kid that hoped there were people like you so I could disappear. <laughs> 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 yeah, I was I was a, a, a very out there, very extroverted kid, but also mm -hmm. just like just for the fun of it. You know what I mean? Just just because like this this life is so short. You know what I mean? Yeah. And people people get so hung up on things you know what i mean it's like oh what if they catch me dancing what if they catch me singing like so what dude mm. sing your song dance your dance yeah there'll be a few who tell you to shut the fuck up dog but like you know what to you know what to send them yeah you know what to tell them where to go <laughs> just be you and just do you so yeah i've been very proud to be myself through this very interesting mm. life i've led um, at this very ripe, strong, old, matured age of 25. <laughs> I feel cock old now. Um, <laughs> oh. and, and, and yeah, I'm, I've, I've always been just very proud to be myself. Mm. I also think I'm very funny and that's cool. <laughs> that's up. my favorite. That's probably my favorite part. My favorite part about me is that <laughs> I find myself funny. That's been my, my, my greatest saving grace because I at least know that if no one else laughs, I will. If you can't, if you can't make yourself laugh, how in the hell are you going to make anyone else laugh? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I get that. I, I th like, I also want to reiterate that just because, um, I like my parents were fully supportive of what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, 
It took them, I think, some of the things it took them some time to get accustomed to, but they've always tried their best to be a supportive uh, parenting figure. So As that's best to their ability. That's what yeah. I appreciate. I mean, obviously, we each have pitfalls and stuff with each parent, but like you know, it's they've they've been really even especially lately. Like after I've left, they've after I left home, mm. they were so supportive of me doing what I wanted to do. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's great, man. I'm 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 happy. I'm happy for you in that regard. Mm. I I did not have a lot of success in that regard when I left home. <laughs> it was fire and brimstone. Um, but we can get into <laughs> we can get into that another time. Let's not stop. <laughs> That's for the behind um, the break. <laughs> uh, there's there's this, there's these two questions here that I'm actually very interested in. Mm. What do you need less of in your life? Ooh. Ooh. That is a very difficult question. Shit. You're really hitting us with the hard ones today, eh? Let's play ball, <laughs> son. <laughs> um I think uh I don't know how to answer that question without saying what I need more of. Um, okay. Oh, you can answer the that question first. Then, what do you need more of in your life? Okay. What do I need more of in my? I take it yeah. that was the follow up. Yeah, that was going to be the next question. Okay. I guess I'll start with the what do you need more of, and then sure. I'll focus on the what I need less. Go for more, then I'll say my more, and then you say your less, and I'll say my less. Um, I think on the point of what I need more of is a lot of the times, uh, in from what I've experienced, and I know. I've noticed that I've slowly started to be getting more of this stuff, but um, I I need actually with this question I can answer what I need less of. Let me well, go we've back. We've already switched. No, no, stay on more. <laughs> stay on more now. <laughs> now I'm gonna stay on more. You're gonna give our listeners whiplash. I need more money. Um, <laughs> don't we all though? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think. <laughs> Let's be honest. I think. Um, I think for me. I need more um, opportunity. Uh, I need more moments where I can push myself out there. And I know those moments are created by me. Um, but it's also a mixture of like what you do and opportunity. Um, but I think me personally, I need more patience. Because mm. um, I think patience is something that I... I struggle to have with myself because as it is in the age I'm at... Um, a lot of people expect you to be at a certain place. Mm. And that's even, that's even, even in my last relationship, um, the, the reason why it ended was because of impatience and not, and that kind of bled onto me. And <laughs> couch, what, what's wrong couch? And that Couch kinda, is not having it, but that, but he's not saying why he's I, not having it. I had to. I is, had it, is to, it too deep? It's so deep. It's so deep right now. So <laughs> I had to <laughs> let the man speak his mind. <laughs> I had to. I had to relearn how to be patient with myself. Yeah. And the point I'm at, you know, it's yeah. it's it's something that you can, you have to practice to get used to because mm. you might not get to where you want to be but every everything you do right now is a stepping stone to get where you need to get to and yes. the thing that you will get that's waiting for you is only going to become available once these small stepping stones have created you to be the person you need to be when you're ready to get there yeah and um and that's that's what i think at least from myself um i need more of that um yeah i think i think that's pretty much like the crux of it i need patience all right um for me the tldr of what i need more of is definitely money <laughs> like for sure like I, I i looked at that question and i was sitting here thinking like what what really is the most immediate thing i need more of right now and it really is money Always um, is money, yeah. It it really it really is money. Even like the other things, a lot of them like to solve that problem, solve that problem with money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like money can't solve all your problems, but these problems are definitely solved with money. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there are a few other things I feel like I could use a lot more of. You know, um, time. I definitely wish I had more time. Mm -hmm. I always wish I had more. I, it's, it's this very strange feeling where even in the most 
serene moments of my life, there's just been this like this itch in the back of my head that's like clock's ticking. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it the 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 intensity of it varies, of course. Yeah. Uh, but it's always kind of there, and it it affects my life a lot. Um, sometimes for better, sometimes for worse. Mm-hmm. And I can't really get rid of it. So yeah, more time would be great. <laughs> more time would always be time great. Time and money. I think I think it's just also like, just the finite nature of our existence. You know, mm. like. Especially now that we're we're at the age that we are, like it's very easy to be in school and lose track of time. Yeah, and then be content in the loss of that time. Yeah, because you're like, oh, I'll get there. You know, I don't need to worry. I mean, even in university, you're like, oh, you know. I mean, less so in university for me, personally speaking. Uh Um, and even in school for me, because I. I always listen as a child mm. and I, I always found it funny that adults were always saying like, take charge of this time because you're never going to get this time again. So mm. I did my best to do that. I, I, I really did my best to learn from that. Mm. One thing, um, one thing that um, my dad also taught me, which actually I'm not sure if I can say my dad taught me that I'm not sure where I learned this from as well, but like very young, I I tried to adopt the idea of, uh, learn not just from your own mistakes, but from other people's mistakes. Mm. And that's always the one thing everybody tells you. You know what I mean? Mm. That it's like, oh, I shouldn't have done this. I should have done that when I was younger. Yeah. So I tried my best to like get on top of those things. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was great. Feels great. But also at the same time, it's kind of added this feeling now where I've grown up too fast. Yeah. So yeah, more time to just mess around and just fool around time to waste actually more time to waste would be great so what do you need less of in your life frisbee oh my god the less of in my life um i think the less of is things that waste time Mm. which is quite interesting uh because um a lot of the times uh in the past i think it would even be like three years four years maybe is there's a lot of there's been a couple of things and it's not even just things like i have done things that waste my own time but also people Mm. people can really like you know do that kind of thing to you where it's just like by the end of it uh you're like uh (laughs) was that even worth investing anything into you Mm. know and um and a lot of time you gotta I think you have to accept in those kind of times that I think this is a lesson for the thing that we need more of in terms of what we need less of as well is that you got to you got to accept that everything that's happened has happened for a reason. Oh yeah. And, well, um, to an to an extent, but continue. Let me not interrupt you. To to an extent, yeah. Um but you got to whether whether it's happened for a reason or not, you've you've got to learn from it and you got to take from it, you Amen. Know? And um yeah, I think I think for me, it's just, I'm very, um, I'm very gullible. So to, a, it when it comes to a point of like, um, trying to either like trying to be accommodating or, you know, or sometimes I, I do go overboard or I go underboard, so to speak. I don't know what the opposites are, but that, <laughs> and I, I get lost in what a median is mm. and um I think it's just in terms of like one thing I've learned in the last few years is boundaries as well. Mm. Um, oh yeah, boundaries are so important. You know, so like it's it's that kind of thing of like I need le- I need less of people who just I guess use me. Because mm-hmm. that's that's a very common practice in the past, but I guess in terms of that, I need to be more aware, mm-hmm. you know. And I've, I've lately I've said like th- I've recently I think at least in the last I would say this this is how recent it is in the last like year or two. Yeah, I've gotten to the point where I've set very strong boundaries for myself and other people who are around me, mm-hmm. and it's it's been very hard to do that because it causes arguments. Yeah. And I am 
I hate like I I can't I can't deal with arguments. When, when people I'm, use you, when people get used to using you, and you finally decide just that that shit's gotta fucking come to an end, right? Yeah. They feel offended because they're like, "Well, I've been fucking using you." Yeah. You know what I mean? What am I supposed to do now? Like, but no, dude, screw you. Like, yeah. you you got to do your own thing now. You got to set up your own boundaries. Figure yourself out. I'm not your whatever. You know, don't come to me for this shit. Yeah. Figure yourself out. Yeah. So it's yeah. It has it has been like that, and like the boundaries that I've set for myself, um, and for other people around me. It's just, it's that kind of thing where it's hard to do because I'm so used to people pleasing. Mm. You know, and I was so used to people pleasing, and um, and now it's like I think because of all this, like, t- I think a lot of the times in the past where my boundaries have been like, the boundaries that I was supposed to be st- setting for myself were overstepped so many times, mm. and was built up and built up and built up, and eventually it broke off. It kind of gave me a lot of anxiety of putting boundaries on mm-hmm. because then. It's like, well, what if I lose more things? What if I lose more people? What if I lose more, you know? Mm. And that's that's always been, I think, a fear of mine with regards to putting up boundaries. And I mm. think at least it's it's hard to find people that use you less, In my, mm. at least from my experience, what I have found. But lately, in the last year, um, even since I've been in Joburg, there's been so many people who have been so kind and you know who have actually been there mm-hmm. for me which i haven't had i think in so long mm-hmm. um which has been really affirming mm. and it helps me be comfortable with making boundaries because a lot of the times in the past and i think it happened with like three people i met that were really close to me in joburg when i set the boundaries it created a divide mm. you know yeah man gotta protect your peace yeah gotta protect your peace and there, that's like, what I need. I need people to stop disturbing my fucking peace. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And that's the thing, you know, like, how do I say this? When you set those boundaries up, right, mm. it, it, you do lose a lot. You know, yeah. you lose a lot of people, maybe even a couple of things. But, mm. like, you are, you're meant to lose that, right? That's what you want out of your life, mm. you know? And at first, it can seem a little bit scary because it might have been everything you've known. You know what I mean? Oh, but yeah. when you're trying to make room for more, for better in your life, you got to get rid of the worst first. Yeah. You got to get rid of all the bullshit so that you can like get all the good shit first. Yeah. Um, that was also something I experienced uh, at a point in my life where I, <clears throat> where I just really started cutting out people who were not having the most positive effects on me. Yeah. And there was backlash and there was conflict. Um, but like in the heat of the conflict, I was just like, this is the exact reason why I'm trying to like be out of this. You mm. know what I mean? It was like, I need to, I need to get this out now. Like this is, this is some bullshit right mm. now. Um, and I'm glad that I did that at the time. Like I was young then even. Yeah. So like, I'm very glad cause that could have derailed a lot. Um, not that I'm not young now. <laughs> um, there was one more thing I wanted to add. Oh yeah, yeah. That's I think Megan Megan the Stallion. Yeah. Has a line about that. Yeah, fuck you, couch. I'm quoting Megan the Stallion. <laughs> <laughs> My producer wanna look at me one way. Yeah, yeah. I'm about that Megan the Stallion life. Ah. Okay, I'm just gonna add. I, I'm... Real fucking hot girl shit. Um <laughs> he... No, but no, really. Megan he... Megan Megan has this line Sorry. on her latest album. <laughs> yeah. Where she's like um, I ask God, I ask, I can't remember the line exactly. She says something along the lines of, I ask God to, to guide me, right? Uh-huh. To show me who's real and who's fake. And then I always get surprised by who he takes. Mm. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, couch. Megan's got bars. Um, <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, but I think we we're at our halfway point. So we're going to take our, our diligent break. Uh, get a get to know ourselves a little bit even even deeper than this behind the break. Mm. Um, so yeah, Patreon listeners, you know what comes next to everybody else. Buy what we tell you to buy, and uh, we'll see you just now. 
you tired of being stuck in the same place? Do you want to get paid to travel the world? <laughs> Shame. Hi, I'm Netty Marnetta. And I'm Frisbee Moonsong. And if you've made it this far into the episode, then please consider subscribing to our Patreon. Not only is it the best way to support the show, you're also putting food in our mouths and you're winning the approval of Couch, our producer. And that's a pretty big deal. Yeah, he's got high standards. You'll also get access to Patreon-specific content such as Behind the Break, a special segment where we talk more about Yu-Gi-Oh!, tell personal stories and make inappropriate jokes while censoring none of it. I mean, it's what you could be listening to right now instead of this ad, right? So visit patreon.com slash shadowcastza. That's patreon.com forward slash shadowcastza and give us your money. And we are back. Thank you for buying everything we told you to buy. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed the behind the break. Completely unhinged. Unhinged, wild. And also, but not in the same way. Not in the same way as the previous unhinged ones, though. No, this was crazy for the first time in a new way. Yeah, like in a completely new way. Yeah, um, I'm gonna have fun listening back to that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be completely opposite ends of the spectrum. All right. So <laughs> now that we're back on the main show, mm. um, my next question for you is: How was your day today? Wow. Wow. Um. So. It was interesting. I woke up actually feeling like super chilled, but I slept super late. Mm. And I went and did a couple. I went to work uh, doing a few deliveries as usual. Um, Halfway through the deliveries, I ended up taking a nap in my car. Uh, (laughs) um, I don't know why. I wasn't even tired. I just fell asleep. Um, And then... Can relate can relate deliveries continued and it was a very mellow day i didn't even like i actually didn't even play on my pc Mm. which like is a thing like if i have spare time i'll usually probably do but i did not like i it was even though i went to work it was a very unproductive day Mm. and that was it i honestly like out of all days you had to ask me how was your day today today's the worst (laughs) because (laughs) <laughs> nothing happened <laughs> like n- like this is the only like i know people like oh it was fine same old mm. but like today is not like oh i can tell you i did this and this and this was pretty cool you know you know me if someone it's like, asks, i mean yeah you know like but also like sometimes it's just a feeling you know yeah and but, it's just like it, it doesn't feel that great but know? no but even i didn't even do fuck all i did <laughs> literally almost nothing and like the the thing is like, usually, if someone asks me, how was your day? I'll mm-hmm. tell them, oh, I played this game and we did this, or I did this, or at work, this happened, and this was interesting. This funny thing happened on the stream. Or this was, yeah, or this yeah. was a stupid delivery that happened, and someone got a so bottle of wine and was doing this. Or, you know, or I went to the shop and bought these, mm-hmm. and I don't know why I need <laughs> you know? <laughs> or I had a conversation with, so, like, I always usually will have, most of the time, I'll have something stupid to say about my day. Mm-hmm. But today, you literally Asked on the worst day away, like I did sweet fuck all, <laughs> just nothing, <laughs> like absolutely nothing. nothing. Just hurry up and wait, my guy. Yeah, and that's not often that I have those days. Mm. So yeah, worst day, man. <laughs> <laughs> worst day for you to ask. Today, today has been a, a an exceptionally bad day for me. Yeah. Um, not like well, not the worst day in the world, you know, but like just not great. Yeah. Um, and, and like I was saying before, mo- mostly for like the feeling of the day, um, it, it just, it didn't feel like the, the, the day had much to offer for me. The vibes. And, it, and right from the beginning, it started like shit because like I was tossing and turning the whole night. Yeah. Um, there is something that is trying to invade my body <laughs> illness wise. Mm. <laughs> Get your head out the gutter. Um, I I am kind of doing battle with with a little bit of a flu. Uh And yeah, I woke up feeling like complete crap, dude, which is unlike me. I I wake up very early just in jail. Like, it's it's been a thing that started to happen to me all of a sudden. Like, I turned 23 and all of a sudden my body's like, yeah, you wake up at six now. Um, (laughs) I don't do that. My body is like, no, we don't do that yet. (laughs) So like e- even if I go to bed at like like twelve, I I I wake up at like six. Mm-hmm. P- 
pretty consistently. And yeah, like normally I wake up, there's plenty of time before work. I, I get like some chores done and I sneak in a little bit of gaming before I have to do anything like pretty serious for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and today I, I, I literally woke up. I, I felt like dying. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and, and I like wrapped myself in a blanket and just did my, my best impersonation of a vegetable on the couch <laughs> for like a strong hour before I could find any strength to get up and go. Yeah. I feel a lot better now. Um, and I'm thankful for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always thankful for that, you know, cause I'm somebody who doesn't get sick very often. Mm. So when I am sick, I always, I always, I always feel the brunt of it, but like, yeah, I'm glad that it's passing a lot sooner than usual. Makes sense. Mm. That's nice. Actually get rid of the flu before it comes. Yeah. I, I, I haven't gotten like that sick in a really long time. Touch wood. Um, hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, you know, I, I think I've been, and even when I have gotten sick, it's never been a, to a point where I'm like, oh, I gotta stay in bed or I don't want to get up right now. You mm. know, it's, it's really been like, oh, I'm just got a little bit of a cough or, mm. you know, sinus or something. Yeah. Especially cause like this morning felt like a man flu situation. Yeah. And like, I hate that. I hate succumbing to the man flu <laughs> just because I'm like, I will give no quarter, okay? You will see no no sort of, like, masculine weakness in me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not from, like, a, 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 a quote-unquote toxic masculinity uh, perspective. Just from the perspective of, like, I don't like being taken for a bitch. <laughs> you <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to be like, oh, do you need a soup? Do you need some tea? Lemon tea? <laughs> A little man flu. <laughs> I'm like, nah, dog. Nah. Why am I hearing? I Melissa would rather Mac- die on my feet. Why am I hearing Melissa McCarthy doing this? Didn't get refreshing <laughs> herbal tea. I just on hear my Melissa back. McCarthy just going at you, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um. Okay. Next question is, how do you cope when things are hard? <clears throat> um, medication. <laughs> but no. Um. But, Amen uh, to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also it's a thing of like, um, I think for me, I'm very much a fighter. Mm. So I, I, I will probably have my little meltdown moment mm. and then I get up and go do it. Like I'm very much, I'm a drama queen. Mm. So I'll have a meltdown <laughs> and then, and then I'll be like, fuck this shit. And then I'll get up and go, mm. you know, tackle the problem. And then, that's that's usually how my process goes um at least from the pattern i've recognized this is from you know what i've seen um there is <laughs> i think there are like a few times where if it's if it's something i can't control mm. i it depends on what the situation is but it can affect me to the point where I just want to sit on my bed and do nothing. Like yeah. I go into shutdown mode, mm. you know, and you go into shutdown mode and you would rather just sit on your bed and scroll through your doom scroll, Whatever. you know, yeah, and you doom scroll. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's, that can be where it can be like very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, that's in terms of like, t- like deep emotional things that are not going right mm. or something that like, I can't do anything about now or at least in this point I have no control of it and it's kind of like a hurry up and wait situation. Mm -hmm. Um, So that, that is like a dangerous point. And one of the other things I think how I used to deal with it, I don't deal with it like that anymore, but how I used to deal with it is when I used to get pissed off, I used to just go and spam games, Mm. Um, spam competitive games, especially. And that I stopped that. Thank God, because that was not very healthy. Giving um, some poor five-year-olds, or five is too early. Giving some <laughs> some poor twelve-year-olds <laughs> worst gaming experience of their lives. <laughs> but yeah, it was, at, and even mommy, at the mommy, time, mommy, Nutbuster sixty-nine, he's, he's teabagging me again. <laughs> but at the same time, like for me, it was mostly Dota. So, you know, a, a lot of Dota is adults. You only get like a few squeakers every now and then. Um, but yeah, it's. It, it it wasn't very healthy for me at the time to do it and I don't do it anymore mm. which is nice which helps me actually enjoy 
the things I do. Like, I, I underestimate sometimes how much I've really done well with absolving all these, um, these bad coping mechanisms and making replacing them with good ones, mm. and actually being able to understand myself and control these things to a point where it's like you know i'm not acting out or anything mm. like a lot of the things i've experienced that i've gone wrong um <clears throat> a lot of them have been uh, like sometimes sometimes it's it's just one of those things where i've i feel like i do deal with things better um and i feel like even in the times where i don't i know how to rectify it yeah you know and it's it's one of those things where at least I I do think about things a lot more clearly than I used to, mm. um, and that's I think a lot got to do with um, you know how I used to be in the past with like trying to be a people pleaser and all that kind of stuff. Like I've learned how to set my boundaries and state my boundaries and state how I'm feeling, mm. but then also being able to talk through and understand because i'm very much the person if something's going wrong i'm the person where like i want to talk and get out of the way you know mm. like i just want to sort the like if someone like if if it comes to one of those things and i encounter someone this is like talking from someone in the past um so even one yeah my ex-relationship um it was one of those things <laughs> fuck that uh, uh it was one of those things where i was the very much the person like i want to talk about it right let's sort the shit out and from the other side, it was like, I'm going to go for like three weeks to process and disappear, mm. you know? Yeah. And I can't handle that shit, <laughs> you know? So it's, it's, it's a kind of thing where I've learned to understand myself a lot better in terms of how to deal with situations and how to um, put a middle, middle ground of mm. those kind of things. You yeah. know, I I really th I I knew you were gonna say something along those lines, just because that's 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 another thing that you and I have in common. Mm -hmm. Um, we we do have this that 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 grit approach. Yeah, know? we got that dog in us. Yeah. but like <laughs> honestly, something I've been like thinking about lately a lot is I think we need to give ourselves more room to break down, but not like break down in the sense of like you know you you get you go through it and then you get up and go you mm. know what i mean because that's very much like that's like you're taking the brunt force and then you keep running you know yeah. what i mean like that's something that that we do in order to keep moving you know you got to shed some of the load so that you can keep running yeah and it's like nah dog just stop just stop for a second just stop moving mm. sit down Smell the flowers, look at the grass, touch it, <laughs> you know, like, that, like take us, yeah. take a second to notice the, the patterns in the stars, look at the clouds, you know, just mm. take a moment to be present because yeah. like, it's so, so easy to get caught up in, in like, in just the things that can keep you down in this life. And with people like us, our first reaction is resist mm. resist 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 when sometimes you know just 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 let it out you know i think just let it out you gotta mm -hmm. you gotta break down for the sake of breaking down i feel not not for the sake of getting up again or yeah. for the sake of um moving on or sometimes I, I really feel like you need you need to just let because shit sucks and you just need to let shit suck for a hot second, you know? And just accept that for as for for what it is. I think like I think with me um <clears throat> that's that's the thing I've also been saying about how I've improved with dealing with things mm. is that lately um I've done a lot better in terms of like sitting down and processing shit and letting shit suck, you know? Mm. That's that's one thing I've been I've been really good at, and I know I'm very much the person that tackles things head on, um, but <clears throat> I know for a fact I've I've learned of the things like where I need to back down and just let it be, mm -hmm. um, and at least that's like uh, I think in 
and I think people, even people who don't, peop, a lot of people won't see it coming from me lately, especially. Um, but it is something that I do take into consideration a lot. And it's something that I have put into practice a lot more, especially in the last three years. Mm. Interesting. All right. I guess I didn't actually answer the question. Um, yes. What's how do I cope when things get hard? Friends. Friends and and a lot of like reflection, you know? Mm. I can I'll I'll think something to death. Like I will think it to death. Mm. Um and I'll just ruminate and I'll and I'll meditate on it. And I'll 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 converse with my with my people because I I'd like to think I've I've built a very strong community over time. Yeah. And I really trust those people with with almost everything. Um. So I I I come to them when I need to be recentered, or when I feel I've lost my way, or if I'm just not too sure on how to solve anything. And they've without fail they've always like helped guide me to where I need to go. Yeah. So yeah having 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 that um that strong community of people i can reach <coughs> at almost any time as well is is very helpful yeah that's true like always keeping that's why it's a good thing uh to you know at least when you when you're taking on something new it's always good to have someone by your side yeah it helps to have i think that's also like even in, I think that's why people crave a relationship a lot of the time because it's nice to have that one person that can stand by you at all times, mm. you know? I mean, yeah, you're going to have disagreements with them, but like, you know, usually in those situations, you always got someone there um, other than, you know, a lot of time, and I know from experience is that when you're, when you're alone, you don't have, you, you as as much as you do have friends who can do that, you can't always go to everyone, you know? There's not always someone you like you have to you can be different with different people but also at the same time it's like okay when is the time you need to deal with it yourself and when is the time i mean when I, you need I, I get there? what you're saying i i don't <clears throat> completely agree i don't completely agree mm. uh we won't get into it now um i hear you though yeah i hear you uh, I, like i can understand people who are in that position though of like you know it's it's one of those it's one of those things where you have to at least mentally understand that fortitude yeah you know um where was i going with this now i had a i had an objective at the end of it and now my brain just fluffed do you, do you continue, continue it will come back. We'll come back yeah <laughs> all right cool um who is oh yeah sorry that's what i was gonna say that's like it's the same as in Yu-Gi-Oh when you come in with a friend right mm. remember we were talking about Yu-Gi-Oh. um uh, like mental health in Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. And the same thing in terms of coming into Yu-Gi-Oh, when you come into it with a friend, it really helps out with um, having someone to fall back on or if you're having issues with the game or if you're having problems or if mentally you're just not okay. You know, you have someone to talk about it who understands it. Mm. Um, and I think it's that same thing in terms of like life when going into things. Mm. Yeah. Who sticks out as being an early positive influence in your life? <clears throat> Definitely my mom. Mm. My mom's always been very supportive and very, like, there for me. I mean, she has had her own mental issues of her own, you know, but, like, for me, at least being a kid all, out, all throughout school who, like, struggled to have friends and stuff, you know, it. the only person I really had was my mom back mm. then. And it was that kind of a thing where, um, <clears throat> where it was like, every time I needed help, I that like even that sort of thing. Like you say, like you know, friends are someone who you could go to. And in my situation, there wasn't really any friends I could go to, mm. you know. And then there was, and my mom always had my back, like through everything to this mm. day. Like I, I do not have anyone who understands me better than her. Yeah, you know. And I can speak to her about anything and I've spoken to her about anything, any problem I've had. And she will always, un like, she will always understand where I'm coming from, but she will also tell me the things I need to think about, you know? 
Like um, she'll be fair, mm. but she's always so like she I've she's I've never gotten like she's never I've never had someone get me much like her. Yeah. And also she says like you know, I'm someone who understands her very well. And I think a lot of and you've met her, so like I was, I I was the, just I was just about to say I'm one of like the lucky yeah. people who's had the the privilege of meeting Mama Moonsong, <laughs> and Mama Moonsong is such a sweet person. She, like uh, she's 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 a she's a true ray of sunshine. Yeah, in a in a world of sunglasses and shades. Yeah, like she's uh, like honestly. If if anyone wants to know a lot about me, meet my mom, kind of thing. Yeah, you know, because yeah. a lot of the influence from me is from her. Mm. A lot of the person I am today is. Literally, you guys even get like mad in the same way. It's yeah, we yeah. do. Yeah. We actually do. We're like the same person. Mm. <laughs> like my mom and I are just about the same She's person. She's like more your twin than your mom. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but like she, it's <clears throat> it's really cool and like maybe I think one thing I've taken differently from her that is not me towards mm. her is that um i'm probably a bit more stern than her in terms of mm. like i say what comes to my mind mm. straight up you know and she's more like oh wait a little <laughs> you know she's like very reserved in that point um which has kind of like helped us i think in terms of a, 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 a mother and a son relationship helped us to actually almost be like a fighting spirit for each other mm. in that sense yeah. you know but yeah i i don't think there's been anyone that's been a bigger support system than like in terms of emotionally and in terms of like any anything else like she's been able to help with you know mm. there's no one that understands me and has been there than she has i can definitely say without a single doubt in my mind mm. that one of my earliest most positive influences on me mm-hmm. was michael jackson Ah. So, um, I'm not sure how many of the people who listen to the show know this, but um, we we are creatives. Mm. You know, you, you, on this episode alone, you've been talking about how you studied acting and how you still act and are still within the industry. Yeah. I myself, I'm a musician. We perform together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I try my best actually to keep it pretty separate from this because I'm 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 not trying to like, you know combine the two in any way yeah um all, all, all until we make like a shadow cast Yu-Gi-Oh jam yeah of <laughs> you know what I mean? until until it matters i'm like I, I i don't see the need in like building the bridge that's also why on the show i say i'm netty marnetto and i don't say i'm the sable peacock yeah which is my stage name yeah um and frisbee moonsong is like my Yu-Gi-Oh persona basically exactly or my online name where i don't use my actual name here because that's Usually for like professional things. Exactly. Um, so, but I, but I am a musician, mm. and um, although you used my name a lot when when Jesse was here, I was like, since when? Since because nah, done. I was trying to I was trying to ground you. <laughs> You're trying to ground me. Trying to ground you. Do you, you know me? Do you, you know flying, me? You were flying, and I needed to, I needed to like pull you in for like a hot second, and you were not pulling in, and I was like, so I need you to calm down, pull Robert. Pull me in by saying calm my government down, name. <laughs> do you, well, do you identify more with Robert or with or with Moonsong? Honestly, either. Like I I never identify like yes online games I identified with Moonsong. Sorry, we're cutting away from your answer. We'll, we'll circle back. Um. I, I've never like identified with Moonsong as much as I thought as I would now mm. and then until I started getting notoriety mm. and it it was even for me it was like whoa people are calling me by my, by, when people start calling you by, by your gamer tag and your online persona more than your actual name you know mm. it starts to get like okay this is interesting because mm. even like the first experience of that was at States when mm. people came from like all over this side of the country and came and they were like oh shit it's moonsong and i was like uh oh <laughs> you know that was like the first like big thing of it happening so it's yeah it i i identify with either honestly mm. and, and and it feels like it's it's part of me now but yeah sorry you you were going on with your your michael jackson yeah um michael jackson was my earliest influence not just as a musician but like as a person Mm. because he stood for a lot of the things i still stand for as as a person as well you know yeah uh 
fighting for the little guy, um, supporting the youth, mm. uh, believing in yourself, healing the world, making it a better place for you and for me and the oh, entire God. human race. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, but seriously, like yeah. that is that is something that has always meant a lot to me. Mm. Um, I I think about how like the how I've always been like so drawn to like anime and and other such things, and it's like you know the whole honor aspect and all of that, and just having pride in what you do mm. and who you are, and and trying your best to have a positive ripple effect on the things and the people around you. Mm. I feel a lot of that really does come back to Michael Jackson, mm. you know? Granted, it's been developed through other means and other role models that I've had in my life, but, like, Michael Jackson is definitely the first. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, like, I find it interesting that each of us, like, like, for example, my role model is my mom and yours is um, Michael Jackson, you know, which are... In this case, yeah. Yeah, in, and I find it interesting in terms of that because, like, for me, when growing up, I never really found any famous person I could see as a role model for me, you mm. know, or anyone in a secular industry, so to speak. Um, I think it's because in terms of like, cause I was growing up, I was raised very Christian and mm. obviously with my background, you know, it was very hard to find a balance in who I was. Mm. So on top of all that of like not knowing who you were not have, like I didn't know to have a, have a role model. And I was like, at least for me, um, in my mind, I remember clearly in my mind growing up, um, I want I wanted to be a role model for myself because I didn't want to put any un, any expectations on myself mm. that were not, you know, that were too far fetched or outreached. Yeah, especially from where I grew up, you know, and like it was that kind of thing where there's like it feels like there's no one like me out there. Um, which probably is like sounds weird for me to say because you know I'm <laughs> I'm a white male kind of thing you mm. know and that's like it's like we talk about representation for those of you who didn't know for those of you who didn't know <laughs> dude don't joke like I was watching this well, guy no but like yeah we we are, we're also like an audio podcast and yeah. there are people out there who only know us from this <laughs> they don't know that like you're a, a white male and that I'm from Kuvuki land <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Not, I did not say that. Um, uh, but it's it. Don't don't joke, dude. Because I watch I watch someone's stream for like I've been watching someone's stream for three months, right? Mm. And I was this guy's stream. He's an African American from uh from I don't know where he's staying in the USA, but they only found out like two weeks ago. They're like, oh, you're white. <laughs> since when since when white man in Africa it's like it's like oh I I wondered why he wasn't saying the n-word in chat like what the hell (laughs) oh so Nelson freed the white people too (laughs) All right, go Mandela but yeah real stand up guy no but these are like this most of this chat is African American Mm. so it's like you know they were like the fact that I'm white it was kind of like um a shock to them but anyway it going back to uh that kind of thing it's just i never found someone who is well known in the community uh like you know someone famous or something Mm. to be a role model for me because i don't know i i don't know if it's because we were so far away from everything that that felt so far reached you know but like i guess some people still find those role models even in faraway places so i can't use that but it's also like I feel I, like like sometimes it just doesn't take. Yeah. You know, like, because you're also, you're not under any obligation to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're not forced to have to look up to someone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's something that's, that you make up formally of your own, mm. of your own path. Yeah. You know? Like, for me, I'm someone who is, I, I, and I always find this interesting about myself. I am a, I am very much a straight male, right? Mm. A lot of my, um, quote-unquote role models growing up and even to this day are women Mm. like women inspire me a great deal back when i used to break dance a lot Mm. i i looked up a lot to b-girl ayumi and her sister um narumi Mm. and 
and their their group body carnival um I, I I got a lot of respect for girls like B Girl Miss Lee, yeah, Roxy, um, and that list goes on. Yeah, you know. Also, by the way, I used to break dance. <laughs> um, and that's not to say that I don't have male role models. You know, yeah. I just mentioned Michael, but like Pink as well. You know, but Pink is a strong reason yeah. why I I decided to pursue music so seriously. I love Pink to death. Yeah, a lot. Like people underestimate how much I actually love Pink. <laughs> I um, think uh, I think one of the things. Sorry, I uh, sorry to cut you off, but like one, no, of, go ahead, go ahead. one of the things, like I think that I wasn't sure about the musical industry because, like, it the artistic industry was something I was getting into probably whether I liked it or not growing up because that's all I loved, you know. Mm. Um, but where I was from, that wasn't an option, mm. and um, everyone pushed you away from that. Even my dad was very much like I played rugby for like in junior from like grade one to seven because dad said so because dad said so you know kind of thing and um and then look what happened (laughs) (laughs) uh so uh, (laughs) uh, but it was that kind of a thing of like um you know it's it's very hard to to kind of find yourself when you're so busy trying to people please others yeah and that's, I think, a lot of the time, that's what I was trying to do because a lot of the time it was very much, you have to go with the group, otherwise you're a nothing. And I already was at that point, you know. So it was like, it it, it kind of like, it's a fight. Yeah. You know, I only, the 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 Robert you know today, mm. you would have, from the Robert you would have not recognized him at least seven, eight years ago. Yeah. Same with me. Same with me. Mm-hmm. But like, um, I think also what I, what I'm trying to say is like it's it's very fascinating because you were someone who you were like I I don't fit into the norm therefore I it's hard for me to find somebody in which I can model myself against right yeah and I was like I don't fit into the norm right but what I'm gonna do is I'm going to pick and choose what I like mm. and then like piece it together yeah you know what I mean um. I yay, I'm back. I'm very um yay load shedding's over, I'm I'm very um all rounder about a lot of a lot of things like even with the music I listen to, mm. I listen to every type of music. You yeah, know? I listen to all genres. I listen to classical. <clears throat> I listen to movie scores. Um, I listen to. I, there was a time where I was listening to polka. Like, don't <laughs> mess with me, dog. Yeah, don't mess with me. But like. All this time, you know, it's because I, I I really do see the love and appreciation for every one little thing. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's why it was so easy for me to be like, I want to take the I want to take the determination of Rose Nama Yunez. I want to take the um the the aggression of Ronda Rousey mm. and I want the I, I want the, the delicate sweetness of Zoe Dachanel and but like I also just want the raw wisdom of like Oprah. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I, I I've looked up to many very different aspects of many very many different people mm. and I I use that to like to create a Franken <laughs> a, a, a Frankenstein's monster of a of a role model person, you know. Mm. I've looked up to a lot of people in my time, and I still will, because there's a lot of people doing a lot of great stuff out there, both big and little. You yeah. Know? Um, Was that your last question of the day? That is the last question for the show. Unfortunately, that's uh, our time. Uh, is it because of our time? I was because like, I'm time. like, I want to go for one more. <laughs> we're, we're already over, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but listen, we, we we will do one of these again. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll be some time in between because yeah. at the end of the day, we are a Yu-Gi-Oh podcast, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, all things TCG, baby. All things TCG, baby, indeed. So we will be, especially with the next episode. Excuse me, with the next episode, we'll probably be returning to our more regularly scheduled stuff. But you and know, now, yeah, just regularly to... scheduled program. Please see us next week. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, but I, I felt like. As as Andre Three Thousand says, you know, sometimes you gotta step back from the piano and show them how to get down. Mm. You know, just take that opportunity to be open. 
and let people know what's up. And we will have another one of these. Uh, you guys know what to do. If you have any other things that you want to know about <coughs> us, if you have any questions that you'd like us to answer, hit us up at Shadowcastday on Twitter. And as I always say on almost every episode, it's the best way to reach out to the show if you want to sponsor us, if you want to ask questions, if you want answers, if you want to give us answers, if you want to, you know, anything you want to do that is in regards to this show, the best way to do it is via our Twitter. Yeah. If not our Patreon, um, which is also where you can get behind the break, a very special segment that we keep uh, behind the paywall because it gets very deep, very emotional, very funny, and very, very vulgar. inappropriate, <laughs> very vulgar. <laughs> And we're very raw, but it's also very informative. So yeah. I know we didn't do a lot of like Yu-Gi-Oh talk today, but there's always very strong Yu-Gi-Oh talk on Behind the Break. So if that's something you're interested in, I definitely recommend that you check that out. And it's cheap, guys. It's it's, it's, it's really, really cheap. cheap. It's really cheap. Bro, it's like 30 rand a month. Maybe 40. I don't know. <laughs> somewhat. Three doll, three doll hairs. Listen, it's up to you guys. Um, it's like one rand a day. It, like it's <laughs> it's almost one rand a day, man. <laughs> Come on. So, I, we we can't bully them into paying. Unless, no, I, I was saying that I was saying that to pay. Couch because Couch is giving me funny looks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, guys. So uh, visit us on Twitter. Visit us on Patreon. Rate us five stars wherever you can. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. <laughs> And, um, yeah, thank you for listening to another episode of Shadowcast. I've been Netty Marnetto. And I've been Frisbee Moonsong. And we're out of this bitch. Peace.